Hey, Fro. Hey. Why can't your nose be 12 inches long? I don't know. Because then it'd be a foot. <laughs> On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we will talk of News of the Week, TV of the Week, Rods and Orbs, Manifest Episode 8 Review, Movies of the Week, and another digital review of Widows. This is another digital citizen. is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another lesson. Uh, my name is Fro, and with me I have uh, Luke. Is that your name? Uh, yeah. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. That's my name. Yeah. I think. I, I yep. think Currently. So. I think we've done this show before. Mm-hmm. I do believe so. Uh, in uh, podcast news, uh, I just Submitted to our our podcast to Spotify. Ooh. Okay. So yeah. Next next week I can say also you can follow us on Spotify. I hope. If they Hopefully. we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> if it they don't say, ah, oh, your ba- podcast is too bad to be on Spotify. <laughs> They're like, no, fuck no. <laughs> I don't really use Spotify, so I don't know what's on there. But I'm I'm assuming they have podcasts already, right? They have a podcast sec- section, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. What, right. what kind of service for music do you use? Really, uh, music. Yeah, I I really just listen on YouTube most of the time. To be honest, most of my music I get off YouTube. Okay. But uh, yeah. don't you have an MP3 player, or uh, like you don't listen to music? Uh... Yeah, so I, usually I download stuff right off of YouTube. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, you can. Yeah, just download it as an MP3. Yeah. yeah. Put it on your iPod or your phone or whatever. Yeah, that's how I do it. Okay. I like I like exploring new things and things like that. Uh, I mm-hmm. have I have title because I think title is actually the best for that. And uh, they don't have a YouTube. I don't think they have a segment for podcasting. I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. Uh, I don't think I don't they do. Think so. I don't. Uh, it's not. They. It's not really big here, but I, I'm pretty sure titles just music, as far yeah. as I remember. Yeah. But I, I really, uh, Tidal has the best quality of music, and and actually, it's really nice to like 
they have uh, uh, kind of an explorer option on spot no on title sorry uh, where you can aren't they the one that got in trouble for lying about how many views certain songs yes. and things were getting though yes. okay yes so uh, they are not the moral correct answer maybe but they are the best streaming service they're the best service right <laughs> right it's like uh YouTube as well, like they're not maybe the best moral one, but I use them a lot to watch videos. Right, there isn't a, a comparatively like uh, title. There's a lot of other services that I could compare to title where YouTube. I don't think there's a service, another streaming video service that's really similar to YouTube, like in scope and scale. You know what I mean? Uh, not really. I, I I can't think of a, a one I like uh, that I have used other than YouTube, but that's me. So uh, I have had one of the worst weeks in a long time. Uh, shit news, shit mood, shit things. I've been shit. That's been. How's your week been? <laughs> uh, busy. I guess it wasn't really shit, but I. I didn't really notice anything. Uh, I barely noticed the week happened because I'm busy all weekend doing WCWC, um, filming TV show there, and then me and you got together on Monday, watched a film together, what? and what? that was pretty much my whole week because we're doing an early show. We're doing a Tuesday show because I'm leaving yes. tomorrow because Thursday is Thanksgiving here in America, um, and then I'm busy Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I don't have a day off until, like, Monday next week. So I've been busy, crazy busy all week. So I didn't have time to think of whether I was having a good week or not, to be honest. I didn't have time to think about that. Maybe that's my fucking problem. I have too much fucking time. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I was staying, I was staying with somebody uh, up when I was doing WCWC, and I woke up uh, Saturday morning. No, Sunday morning. And I hear, like, a dripping noise, and I look up, and the, there's water dripping out of a light. I was staying in, like, their, their like, basement, like, uh, you know, rec room area. Right. And a, a, it was coming out from the ceiling, so I go upstairs, and their whole kitchen was flooded. Like, their, oh, their refrigerator God. had clogged somehow, like, the... Uh, ice maker or something and it just flooded the whole kitchen uh we, it, it was fixed by the time i left that morning but uh it was a rude rude awakening at like seven in the morning for sure yeah so we talked a lot about brexit uh last week because suddenly we could talk about brexit there's not really been any brexit news this week i find that kind of ironic uh not that i've seen that, no no other than that, they are not really satisfied, but and that they are trying to get Theresa May fired. That's what I saw. Uh, well, it, it's kind of half and half. There are some people that are really trying to back her and trying to keep her in there, but there's people really fighting to get her out as well. So, right. But I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. We, th I figured that we would have news about that this week, but I didn't see anything. No. <laughs> Maybe we will have breaking news two times in a row. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, other things that we didn't cover last week that we were surprised that uh, we didn't cover was WikiLeaks. But we got WikiLeaks news! What? What? We did. Um, 
it looks we like something. We complained last week that we didn't have WikiLeaks news, and what do the U.S. give us? WikiLeaks news. I guess this was uh, a leaked by. It was obtained uh, by a guy. Well, I'll we'll get into it here. Uh, U.S. prosecutors are preparing to pursue criminal case against WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, uh, escalating a long battle targeting his anti-secrecy group, even as he holds up in an Ecuadorian embassy in London. Uh, prosecutors have obtained a sealed indictment against Assange, something that emerged Thursday in a Thursday filing in an unrelated criminal case in a Virginia federal court. Because of the indictment was sealed, the nature of the charges against Assange has not been made public at this point. Uh, the filing had... Uh, had also been sealed. It was made public for reasons that were unclear, according to a person familiar with the matter. Joshua Stuvey, a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office, uh, the filing was made in error. Uh, mm. Criminal charges in the United States could pressure Britain to extradite Assange. Uh, U.S. officials have acknowledged the federal prosecutors have been conducting a criminal probe into Assange and WikiLeaks. Mm, Assange could not be read, reached for comment. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because he's trapped inside uh, embassy in England, right? With with limited uh, <laughs> internet access. Maybe that's why. Yeah, this is strange. This is so fucking strange because nobody knows what it's about. And I guess what happened is this guy. Um, he was doing research for something completely different, and he just happened to stumble upon this uh, case while he was doing research for a different, I think, article or book or something. Like, it was a writer who was doing research for something completely else. He came across this um, these filings in this Virginia court, and he, he goes, that, these filings that were made in error, mind you, that's at least what the attorney's office is saying, and he found out that... Uh, they're going to charge Julian Assange, but they were closed enough that uh, he could. He didn't see what they were going to charge them with. But this guy, he basically on accident found out that the U.S. is uh, is getting ready to file charges against him. Uh, so we wouldn't know about this if they hadn't made a mistake. Is an interest another interest uh, really interesting part about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's but it like. I would like nobody knows what it was, uh, about and maybe it was a mistake. I was like, what? It's so yeah. The combination of things. Do you think we will ever find out? Oh yeah, I'm sure we're gonna find out. Uh, they're. I'm sure these charges are gonna once they come out, we'll find out what the charges are. And at that point, if uh. If charges are filed, I'm guessing Britain will pull them out of the embassy because Ecuador said they weren't going to stop them. Remember, we covered that a couple weeks ago. Right. And he'll get extradited to the U.S. and he'll be put in a jail and probably never see a fair trial because I don't under, I don't see how he could possibly have a fair trial in the United States. So, yeah. Right. So, uh, if you had the truth serum, uh, look, who would you use it on first? I, my guess is uh, they would probably if they if they got Julian Assange they the government would try to use it on him. Oh, <laughs> is I my meant guess. you personally. <laughs> oh, me personally. If I yeah. had a true serum, who would I use it on? Um, anybody in the world that's alive? Um, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> 
wow, that's a hard one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Donald uh, Trump? T- t- Theresa May, sure. Or Donald Trump, yeah. Yeah. Or Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Ah, oh, that would be a good truth serum. What would be your first question to her if you knew that she was not lying? How do you feel about gay marriage? <laughs> <laughs> see what her real thoughts are on that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, CIA considered potential truth serum for terror suspects. Right, it says shortly after 9-11, the CIA considered using uh, a drug it thought might work as a truth serum to force terror suspects to give up imp- information. Uh, after months of research, the agency decided that a drug called Verst... Versed, a sedative often prescribed to reduce anxiety, uh, was, quote, possibly worth a try. Uh, but in the end, the CIA decided not to ask the government lawyers to approve its use. Mm. Uh, the project dubbed Project Medication uh, is disclosed in a once classified report that was provided the ACLU under a judge's order uh, was released by the organization Tuesday. The 90-page CIA report, report, which provides in advance to the Associated Press, is a window into the internal struggle that medical personnel working in the agency's detention and interrogation program uh, faced in reconciling their pers- uh, professional ethics with the chance to save lives and prevent future attacks. Um, so yeah, it, it just came out this week that they were... The CIA was definitely thinking about using this drug, Verst. Um, it says, before settling on Verst, the report said researchers studied records of old Soviet drug experiments as well as the CIA discredited MK Ultra program from the 1950s and 60s that involved experimentation with LSD and other mind-altering substances. <coughs> so, yeah, this is... Uh, I have it's a kind of that like we spoke spoken about this, then. <laughs> Uh, we've talked about MK Ultra and we've talked about LSD yeah. experiments and we've talked about all that stuff. Um, and it's always been said, like whenever you do any kind of research into MK Ultra, it's always that was th- stopped in the 1960s. You know, no, none of that has been going on since then. Uh, well, it says here that at least they were thinking about doing it right after 9/11. That same kind of idea. So yeah. Hmm. It's it's it it is. Uh, strange that they, yeah. I think if they had the th- truth serum, that they would be, maybe be too afraid to use it. That's my two cents about it. I, th- to be honest, I bet they did use this. They, they, it might be written in a report. Hey, we thought about it and then we decided not to. But I bet somebody said, uh, we're gonna try it at least like once or twice." You know what I mean? Uh, my that's my guess in some kind of black site or something like that, but wh- right. whatever. Uh, in Norway news, eight injured as Norwegian warship collides with a Maltese oil tanker. An operation was underway on Thursday to try to stop the uh, Norwegian navy fregat to sinking after colliding uh, with a Maltese tanker in the fjord of. Uh, Western Fjord of Norway. This has been talked about so many times, and it 
the more you look into it, the more ludicrous this story uh, gets. Look, I can tell you. Okay. Uh, the the thing is like this is this is a big fucking frigate, right? It's right, a, it's a giant uh, navy ship. Right. It's a big navy ship, and it has cost millions and millions of uh, dollars in taxes money, and it it's <laughs> it's a, it's run run down and and backsided by this. Extremely small little like Maltese oil tanker, and 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 nobody understands how it could happen. Nobody understands who's to blame, and here's the funniest part of it: like it it seems like uh, this uh, 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 tanker, this huge huge battleship, frigate ship was uh, on his way home from the NATO operation that we talked about in the news last week. And right, he forgot to turn its navigational um, sensor off on again after having it off because they did uh, the, did, uh, the testing uh, with NATO. Why would they turn that off? Uh, the satellite. Well, the thing is, like, uh, they didn't want it to uh, interrupt with, like, they, they took it, they turned it off so they would be, uh, that was a part of the exercise, was to find ships that was not on the radar. So they turned off their, like, um that doesn't Signal. seem like a very good excuse. Right. Then we forgot to turn our radar back on when we were driving through an ocean. Right. Isn't that what shows you how to get through the ocean? Is the radar like what? What? Well, That's the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The signal, the signal from the ship doesn't uh, doesn't have to be the radar on the boat. It's like you have this uh, own equipment on the boat where 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 it pulses out signals to to other ships to see them on the radar they themselves could have the radar on but doesn't uh, mean that they are uh, able to be seen do you understand the difference uh, I guess so it still seems like a really bad excuse it is then you're just saying that somebody excuse. somebody made like the dumbest mistake possible right is what you're telling me yes. And when they tried to, like, get the ship not to sink, what do you think they did? Well, they may, uh, 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 bunkered it into the side of a mountain with uh, wires. And what happened uh, during the night? Well, the wires broke. <laughs> they didn't even use metal wires. <laughs> what? So the, they didn't use metal. What? what well, they, they used, used like ropes. They <laughs> to hold up a ship. They used like ship things to hold up the ship. <laughs> and they're like, I wonder, I wonder why it snapped. <laughs> it's it is it is so embarrassing for the Norwegian name of this story. You have no fucking clue. <laughs> It's like it's a it's a mess of 
of, of just like bad excuse after bad excuse. Uh, and it, it, I think they said that this boat was like uh, one and a half uh, budget of what the Navy usually gets. Oh, okay. Right. So, <laughs> they are a little afraid of losing it. And now, now, now they can't get it up. <laughs> oh, I love this story. Oh, I'm not wait. seeing anywhere. It, it like it says in in the article. Uh, they collided. Yeah. Uh, or it, it collided with a Maltese oil tanker, but it doesn't say like who like if who ran into the side of who. You know what I mean? Because that would be a determinant of whose fault it was. If one if the oil tanker ran into the side of the navy ship, I'd say it's the fault of the. Right, uh, oil tanker. If it was the other way around, uh, and it's but looking like the oil knows. tanker nobody did knows. not. Yeah, of course somebody knows, bro. Well, <laughs> the person dr- driving the ship knows who ran into the side of who. That's... Right, exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm okay. saying. It's like, yes, it's like, uh, why would they not include that? And in... not including in the article is so silly because you don't think somebody is going to question that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on now, right. Um, of course, the oil tanker had oil in it, uh, but it's saying no leak has been reported no, from no the vessel. Leak. No uh, leak from the so vessel. That's, so that's there is a positive good. thing that did happen here. So but at least we can take something positive out of it. But it's so it's so strange and it's so yeah. I'm going to guess that this is not the last time we we're going to talk about this. Because this warship story is going to have consequences, I promise you. But do you, do you remember we talked about this Argentine submarine that was lost uh, maybe a year ago? It was, a, oh, yeah, almost a year ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, we covered it a couple times in the news yeah. because they were, it happened and then they were looking for it and it was kind of like a, uh, the rescue mission was very, um, it had to happen fast because they knew if they were stuck under there, they only had a certain amount of air. And then after a while, it was just determined, hey, we got to stop this search because there's no chance of any of these people still being alive. They finally found the wreckage of the submarine a whole year later. It took them to find the uh, location of this. It says, uh, a year after it vanished into the depths of the Atlantic Ocean with 44 crew members, it it was the country's worst naval disaster in decades. Uh, The seabed construction. Structure, yes, a sh- uh, sorry, a ship owned by the U.S. search firm Ocean Infinity made the discovery uh, last Friday. Uh, so it was found by a U.S. firm, actually. Interesting. Yes, and we're talking about the Argentine submarine. I don't think we specified that. Oh, you said it when you started oh. at the beginning. Oh, but okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, it's sad. We knew that these people weren't alive, obviously, yes. but it's... It's just, it's crazy to think how big the ocean really is, that it took them a whole year uh, and many different search teams searching to find this uh, submarine, you know what I mean? Uh, Which they knew kind of the general location where it was and everything, um, and it still took them a year to find it. Uh, That's totally crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it's really strange when they knew where it was. Oh well, yeah, they had. I mean, French. compared to like what w- the 
that plane, the the Malaysian plane that kind of like they it got the thing got tur- the um the thing got turned off to show them where it was, and the guy was trying to kind of hide where he was. He was flying through different uh, zones to kind of hide where the plane was, and that's why they they couldn't find that. But this, they weren't trying to hide or anything like that, and it still no. took them a year. So, I mean, it just tells you how massive the ocean really is. I think we take for granted sometimes how massive and unexplored some of the ocean really is. Also, uh, follow-up, uh, we talked about Jim Acosta uh, getting his press pass uh, revoked. A federal judge sides with CNN orders the White House to restore his press, uh, press pass. Um, they have said that, <laughs> that they will take it away again. So this is going to be a back and forward, back and forward, back and forward thing. I guess I don't know. I, how can I wonder how if uh, it says U.S. District Court Judge Timothy Kelly was appointed by Trump? This is the guy who right told them or told uh, the White House CNN they needed to give CNN the press pass back. Um, I just wonder if the judge said you need to give it back. How can the White House then go? Yeah, he said it, but now we're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that I don't strange? understand how that's even possible. Yeah, no. It is really, really, really weird. Really, really weird. It says here the judge said that Trump does not have to call on Acosta ever again, but that the CNN chief White House correspondent is owed due process before the administration can revoke uh, his or permanent. Oh, his hard or permanent press pass. Okay. Uh, so they have to go through some kind of due process. That's what the judge is saying, but there wasn't any due process. They didn't, uh, they did, there's no, they just said, take it away. They didn't like do any kind of, uh, research into why, why, or give any definite reasons and things like that. So maybe that's actually, if they were going to come out, maybe they, all they need to do is do some kind of due process to show, hey, this is the reason we're going to kick him out, and that's why why they're going to kick him out again. I guess that makes sense if that's what the judge said, that of due pro- the lack of due process. So that could be why they would be able to kick him out. Okay, that makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, definitely. I uh, we don't have it in the news. Uh, have you heard that uh, what Disney is going to call their streaming service? It's really. It's really a genius. <coughs> no, I'd not. It's going to be called Disney Plus. It's not imaginal. Uh, uh, Disney Plus, okay. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Plus what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the streaming service name. Disney Plus. Yeah, plus Star Wars and uh, like other uh, franchises we've bought up over the years. Is that what that means? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I talk about that because uh, one of the news articles we have this week is Disney permanently bans Trump fan for repeatedly flashing Trump 2020 sign. And I love the start of this article by David Moy in the Huffington Post. It starts... One Donald Trump supporter wanted to make a big splash at Disney World. Waka waka. 
It says earlier this month, uh, what's his name? Dion. That's a weird last name. Sydney? Cincy? Sydney. Dion Sydney rode down Splash Mountain at Walt Disney holding up a Trump 2020 sign above his head. Uh, then he held up a Keep America Great sign uh, on Expedition Everest, according to the Orlando Sentinel. But he wasn't a first-time offender. About seven weeks ago, he was banned from the park after he unfurled a giant Trump banner on the Main Street train station. Okay. <laughs> Disney Park rules that the usage of any flag, banner, or sign uh, to incite a crowd is prohibited. Uh, but park officials decided to give him a second chance, provided he no longer displayed any more banners and flags. But he could not help himself, apparently. <laughs> That's what it says. But uh, and yeah, can I read? There's what a picture said? down there. I oh, and I ahead. wanted to actually abide by their rules and not hold up a flag to incintivate the crowd. But I kind of wanted to test them. <laughs> I really wanted to find out whether or not I had to do with unfurling a flag or what it was written on the flag. Jesus. What a moron. Then why did, why wouldn't you just have a flag that said flag on it if you wanted right. to test them that? But, I mean, you, uh, well, I guess maybe he did that afterwards. And maybe the picture we're seeing is from, like, weeks ago where we're seeing the fl- there's a picture of Splash Mountain... Like the uh, the one the picture you have to buy for like twenty five bucks, right. you know what I mean? Uh, and he's got the Trump twenty twenty sign. He got the front row seat. That's the splash seat. That's where you get really wet on in mm-hmm. that ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy is a moron. He, sh- uh, he shouldn't have been doing this. No, it it's uh, I mean it's against park r- rules. It, I mean the first time, okay, yeah. whatever. If he didn't know the rules, uh, and the, but then they told him and he continued to do it, uh, then it's just kind of silly. But uh, yeah, I mean, who is and not really hurting anybody either is the other thing. No, but I mean, I I kind of like I I would ban him if he had a Hillary. 2020 sign. So it doesn't really have to do with this message. Really. Right. Like I guess it, so. Well, they're saying this. Eyes. It says usage of flag or banner to incite a right. crowd. So, I mean, either one of those could technically incite a crowd. So a Trump 2020 side could incite a Hillary or a Democrat supporter to, like, get mad at this guy. Or a Hillary's 2020 sign could uh, have the opposite ref- uh, effect and get a Trump person mad at him so in any case he would be inciting some kind of uh reaction from somebody there's many things you could you know he could have a sign about abortion or he could have a sign about gay marriage or could have a sign about marijuana all these things would incite some kind of reaction Mm. so yeah i think uh they made the right choice but uh i can see how another side would be saying yeah but he's not hurting anybody so he isn't but I have the same thing here as I have with everything. Everyone that breaks the rules, they have to fucking understand the consequences sometimes. Right. I'm just saying I can see right. both sides. I'm definitely on that on uh, th- there's on the Disney side of things, but I can see both sides as far as uh, he, he, people thinking 
uh, okay, he's not hurting any... Like, if something would have happened where a fight would have started because of a sign, okay, maybe then. But I can see the other side. Uh, but they're just trying to get ahead of it before something bad happens. So I agree mm -hmm. with them. So, uh, we never talk about artificial intelligence on this podcast. Never have done that any time, have we? Never. Yeah. I've never even seen artificial intelligence. <laughs> we don't know what that, uh, that is. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I found this news uh, a little scary because uh, there's uh, IE news anchor that uh, now has made his d debut in China. Uh Oh, AI news anchor. You said IA. I was, I thought for a second that was the name of the uh, oh. of the channel, but no, it's AI yes, news yes. anchor, right? Artificial intelligent news anchor, yes. exactly. So robotic news anchor is that kind of what yeah. we're saying here? And uh, I have actually not seen uh, the video that we're going to watch. It's just thirty seconds long, and uh, we will we will hear how good he is. Okay, go ahead. Are you ready? Yep. In Oh, sorry, in three, two, fun, a halvete. I fucking. I, I forgot to turn on. Okay. Uh, it says here the anchor learns from live broadcasting videos by himself and can read text as natural as a professional news anchor. Uh, some disagree about whether the technology appears natural. Uh, and it says you can decide for yourself here. With the yes. English-speaking model, uh, after... Uh, okay, so this is the English-speaking model, so I'm guessing there's also, you know, um, Chinese uh, version, and maybe even other language versions, but this is the English-speaking ver version, so go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, go. Hello, everyone. I'm an English artificial intelligence anchor. This is my very first day in Zingwon's agency. My voice. It looks like a real person, but it doesn't sound Zendal, very right. A real anchor with Zingwon. No. The development of the media industry calls for continuous innovation and deep integration with the international advanced technologies. I will work tirelessly to keep you informed as texts will be typed into my system uninterrupted. I look forward to bringing you the brand new news experiences. <laughs> now it looks it looks more real than it sounds when he said new news it did not sound like he like he knew what no uh, it, it, it it got confused by like saying new news nudes. yeah mm -hmm. but uh i i think he he looks more real than he sounds real right sure. I, I mean that's something that can be probably fixed uh pretty easily but it's definitely i mean the thing it's the inflection and the pauses, yeah. like the way yeah. people pause when they talk to think for a second. Like an AI doesn't have to pause to think, you know what I mean? So they need to like right. fake those kind of things to make it seem real. Um, otherwise, no matter what, uh, the human brain is going to go, that's not how a, uh, how a person talks, you know what I mean? Like Lester Maybe. Holt on yes. MSNBC, <laughs> who I think was actually the first uh, AI news anchor, but that's fine. Maybe we should start having the podcast talking like this and only talking this kind of thing. We will, will have new news. New, 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 new <laughs> news. New news. Yes. 
we don't have a Tron Tells the Truth this week, uh, because we're recording on a Tuesday. Yep, he'll be back next week, I'm sure. Uh, so let's move on. Yes, and the next thing we will talk about is plugging our another digital citizen at gmail.com account. It's another digital citizen in one word at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Send us mail. Mail. Yeah, if you have anything you want us to cover or anything you want us to talk about, send us an email or you can post it up at our Facebook page, Another Digital Citizen on Facebook. Uh, some interesting memes and stuff up there if you want to go check it out. Um, other than that, yeah, uh, I'm not seeing any emails, so yeah, uh, send us some emails. So, Manifest Episode 8, Luke. Yeah. Point of No Return. I actually talked Point to somebody no who was watching the show uh, from the beginning the, uh, when I was you know, at WCWC, and they said they've been watching it from the beginning, and even they are kind of like, I don't know why I'm watching this, but I'm, I'm continuing to watch it. <laughs> and they're com- like, a- yeah, they've never heard our show either, so they're not like informed by yeah. us or our opinions, and they pretty much had the same opinion as us, so I thought that was interesting. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's so see. What's the episode all about? Yeah, Ben forms an unlikely partnership with Vance uh, in a mm-hmm. high stakes, which is the kind of uh, NSA guy, uh, in a high stakes race to locate the missing passengers of Flight 828. Meanwhile, Michaela's, Michaela helps a suicidal passenger who believes he is the angel of death, and Cal goes back to school, navigating both his unwanted celebrity and his former friends who are all who are all now 16 years old. I don't remember yes. this part with Cal going to school, really. Am I, did I miss that? Me neither. I was thinking about that when I watched it. I was like, when did Cal go to school? Well, they, he definitely, I remember him saying to his, like his dad was like, hey, how's school, buddy? And he's like, oh yeah, it was okay. I remember that mm. part, but I don't remember like him actually being at school and like dealing with his friends or anything like that. So, hmm. I don't know. Maybe that got cut from the episode and it's still in the description, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I got a little manifest news before we go into what we thought of the episode. If you Or do you want to go into the episode first? Let's do the no. episode first and then, uh, and then I'll do okay. the news. Uh, what do you think of this episode, bro? Ugh. Ooh. Ah. Um, well, I did not like that. Uh, but uh, what I find most interesting about this episode was that... Uh, uh, they were uh, looking for the other passengers. I feel I feel like that's maybe the most interesting part of it. Um, uh, what I ah uh, uh, I think I think the uh, is Fiona her name. What the the twin when, that's that's the the other twin yes. that's not the boy. Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah. She's so fucking irritating. <laughs> really, I think she's a. I think she's a good. So, but continue. Really? I don't know why you think she's irritating, but continue. No, but, but because um, uh, she 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 visits uh, the people and uh, plant a bug on her, and uh, and and it, I didn't understand why they used her. Why can they oh, are, you're not use... the person who planted the bug? This is not the same right. person I was talking about. I was talking about the twin, the little girl, and you're talking about the lady 
who's like the yes. doctor who is doing like the yes. TED talk. Okay, that's not the yes. same person at all. So I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't remember her name at all. Okay, but anyway, the. Uh, uh, they have this. Uh, I, I think her na- name was Fiona. I, I I I really don't remember. It's not really important. But 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 uh, why they used her and all the explanation about like having her approaching these people and planting a bug on her? I didn't understand why. Like there was no fucking reason for it, right? Planting a bug on her? She didn't plant a bug on a her. She planted a bug in the guy's office. I'm con- I think maybe you got really confused. Okay. Did but you think what? they were planting a bug on her? Yes. No, she was. They gave her a bug to plant in the guy's office, and that's how they oh. heard the phone call. That's how Vance heard the phone call is because she planted because the bug in the guy's understand office. Because I how. Yes, I was just thinking about that because. Uh, I was like, how did Wins hear the phone call when she had the bug on her? It's like, why don't... She's why don't working they... with them, bro. She's she's not a bad guy anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> no wonder you got so confused in this episode. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I think I think the Cal, Cal thing is also... Uh, He's not a good actor, uh, the child. Um, I mean, for yeah. a child actor, he's a child actor. That's what I think. I don't think he's terrible as a, as far as child actors go. Um, as far uh, he's not. I love. Yeah, he's not the greatest actor in the world. When it comes to child actors, I'd say he, he's nothing terrible to me. But, but yeah, I loved how they uh, started the Singularity Project again. I like that though. I mean, I con- this whole episode, I kind of thought it... I'd say this was, like, the second best episode so far next to Found Out about um, the people being tortured. But kind of the... Mm-hmm. I, the cliffhanger of this episode was kind of the best cliffhanger yet, I think, because it was yes. the guy saying, uh, you know, you got... He's like, it's going to take me 48 hours. And the other guy's mm-hmm. like, you don't have 48 hours. You, you got to make this work now. As far as, like... Mm-hmm. I think the idea here is... At least from this episode, the this evil gr- cor- uh, corporation is working with the government to try to use brain manipulation to uh, somehow get these pa- some of these passengers from the flight to tr- try to get them to see the future, so that they can use right. it for military application. As far as if you can right. see the future, you know you know who's going to try to bomb you or attack you or wherever. Whatever. That's their plan is to have some kind of minority report thing, I think is what it is. And so the ending is they're about to shock the guy who is connected to Cal mm-hmm. and Cal feels it. And, you know, like they're going to go all the way. So that that's going to be the next episode is them really shocking this guy and Cal almost dying again. And that's where we're going to go from here. I mean, I'm actually OK with this episode, to be honest. I think Fro is a little uh, confused. Right, so maybe yes, yes. Uh, maybe that skewed your opinion a little bit, but I thought this episode was better than a lot of the episodes so far, um, as far as the storyline goes. Acting is still not hugely great, but the girl I was talking about, uh, Cal's 
sister, the twin, I think she's going to be something we're going to see in the future. When she grows up, I think we're going to see her in movies and other things, to be honest. I, I, she just kind of has a presence. I don't think she, she's a decent actor, but I think she has a fairly good presence as a performer. So I can just see her in movies in the future. So, yeah. What did you think about the Angel of Death thing? Because I, I thought that related back to the statue. Yeah. Wasn't the statue also the Angel of Death? I'd have to go back, but it was a, a saint of something, remember? It was in front of a church. Right. It was supposed to be Saint somebody. So, no, I don't think it was the Angel of Death, but that's what I thought, too, was the statue maybe is the Angel of Death or was the representation right. of the Angel of Death that uh, is connected to the calling, you know what I mean? Uh, right. But we still haven't seen any more of the statue. And, yeah, so... No. Who knows if that's going to come up again? And there wasn't any statue in the recap either, so. Yeah, I didn't. I did not see the recap. I, uh, my uh, my version it cut off the very first beginning part. I, it started right at the beginning of the show. You know what I mean? So uh, I missed that. But right. um, the other thing we got in this episode that was kind of uh, a big turn in the show as far as storyline goes is we found out that uh, if you tell people about the callings, apparently they die. That's a big thing we kind of forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that I find really interesting because that could mean that uh, they can't really trust anybody, right? Outside and that their circle. She told the other cop uh, that, right. she, that that about it. So is, is he going to die now? He hasn't died yet, so I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right. Well, I got a little manifest news. This is from TVGuide.com. They did a survey of the best new shows, uh, fall TV popularity contest is what they call it. And so they have okay. all the best new shows, uh, and it's a viewer rated, uh, viewer poll. So they pulled a bunch of all these viewers. Manifest came out number one, Fro, with 82%. Wow. And then Legacy, Legacies. Is number two, New Amsterdam, number three, The Rookie, number four, The Cool Kids, number five, FBI, Fro, number six, uh, Chilling Adventures <laughs> of Sabrina, seven, A Million wow. Little Things, eight, Happy Together, nine, God Friended Me is number ten. So I don't know how much I trust the people voting on this <laughs> website, to be totally honest with you. It's okay. I wouldn't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> because that those seem pretty wrong. Magnum P.I. is way down at 13, which I think probably Magnum P.I. is probably uh, one of the best shows, one of the best new shows that came out in the fall. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, so. Definitely one of the best shows. <laughs> By a landslide, I would say. Oh, yeah. Last night episode. Last night's episode was one of the worst episodes, but all the rest of the episodes yes. have been good. Yes, last night was not good, but uh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still good. Yeah, it, just last night there was a lot of references to like, remember back in Afghanistan, like all. Yeah, that was unneeded in the, in the episode. So. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Stanley's pa passing last week. Uh, Bill Maher came out and said that uh, comic books played a part of dumbing down America so they would vote for Trump. 
Okay. Everything can be yep. related back to Trump if you try hard enough. That's what these people are doing now. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's so. Uh, he said, uh, Mar said that he had nothing uh, against uh, comic books, but uh, he dissed them, saying that uh, read them as a boy that he, uh, when he couldn't find a real book. <laughs> he said that he was raised to think that comics were for children, and when you grew up, you moved up to the big boys' books with, without the pictures. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. I heard he got in trouble for this, but I didn't hear what he exactly said. Okay, that's what he said. Hmm. All right. Um, I, that's not maybe it's March. It doesn't. I don't see any correlation between comic books and people voting for Donald Trump. Um, Because I... When I think of a Trump voter, I don't think of comic book nerd. Do you? No. No. Uh, And the other thing is, as far as comic books go, if you were going to make that correlation in 2016, I'd probably go more with comic book movies than I would with comic books themselves. Wouldn't you, Fro? Just because yeah. they're way more prevalent, people watch more comic book movies than they do read comic books, I think. I think this is an old guy uh, saying things that are what old how old guys think. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, he said, uh, uh, the singer he ended with was, I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. Uh, whoopsie! I, I I do not see the correlation, but sure. Bill Maher has totally what lost it. Fucking, what the fucking weird thing to say? Yeah, so he's a stupid douchebag, and uh, yes, have you watched anything on TV, Luke, this week? Um, uh, I mean, I was super busy all week, but I did get some TV in. Um, I had, what, 10 or 12 more episodes to go, uh, and I've been yes. talking about it every week for the last, whatever, two months that I've been watching it, and finished the last season, and last week I kind of complained about um, a problem with the storyline between seasons. Well, that last episode really fixes it. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. remember the last it episode? Kills everybody off. I did not know. Now it makes more sense about everything that happened in the other, or the the tenth season, I guess we'll call it, of the Roseanne show. Right. Uh, very, and why Jerry Garcia is not in there and everything. But at the same time, it's super lazy uh, writing as far as the. It's the very classic. I woke up from a dream scenario, you know, like, oh, it was all, it was all just mm-hmm. a dream. It's the really easy way to write yourself, write, uh, to get out of a story without having to have a real ending. You know what I mean? Um, I, I still liked all of it. Everything except for the first and the ninth season are great. Episode, uh, seasons two through yeah. eight are amazing. The first season is bad because it's just not very well put together show. Um, at the beginning, I don't, they didn't really have the comedy quite down. It feels a little clunky. And the ninth season is just the goofiest, silliest, dumbest thing ever where one episode, it's, uh, it's a ripoff of, uh, what's the Steven Seagal movie where he's on the train, uh, Under Siege 2. 
it's yes. that there's a whole episode where she's like Steven Seagal and she's saving everybody from these terrorists and they win the lottery at one point in this last season. <laughs> it's just, Oh, it's really bad. Um, and then the ending, I won't spoil the ending, but I'm sure everybody knows how it ends. It's basically, it, it's all just a dream and none of it's real in the last season. And, uh, it's kind of disappointing, but at the same time, kind of interesting. And, uh, overall I give all of the seasons together a six, the first and ninth season kind of hinder the rest of the seasons, to be honest, bro. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, I watched uh, the first two episodes of a new documentary called uh, The Clinton Affair, uh, where Monica Lewinsky is talking about uh, her affair with uh, Bill. Uh, it is... Um, interesting documentary actually okay i i i thought it was going to be super boring republican propaganda to be honest oh why uh because because they don't really uh, it, it looked like that from the first episode oh, okay. kind right. of the, the, that they were only talking to to Republicans and uh, it felt it, it's on a weird network as well. I don't remember uh, where, where it is, but it, it, it is uh, it's climbing up to be uh, really good. I would give it a six and a half, the two episodes I've seen so far, but it could be. The first episode was definitely much, 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 much worse than the second episode. Um, yeah. I read an article and this it, week it, about the whole thing. Uh, after Hil We covered the thing about Hillary Clinton coming out and saying uh, he wasn't at fault and that she was a grown-up at the time and all this stuff. And I, saw, I read an article, that interview with her, Monica Lewinsky. She's basically right now coming out and saying uh, what she was saying is she's trying to set the record straight of what really happened uh in this era of me too to say hey this is what happened it w this is how it was uh where in the you, you think about it monica lewinsky now uh at least in from what i remember in the 90s she was made fun of so much bro <laughs> think about how yeah. how the SNL sketches and the comedy about her and the stand-up and people making yeah. fun of the dress and everything for years and years and years. Uh, and now with the, with the Me Too stuff, like, that would be totally unacceptable to make fun of somebody like that. But uh, that happened. And now she's kind of trying to set the record straight about how she actually felt about it, I guess. Um, which I is interesting, for sure. But, you know, I, 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 like, I, I really think the whole Me Too thing really started to kind of lose steam with the Roxy thing and everything. Uh, after that, it seems to have gone downhill. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I know people are going to be mad at me for saying that, but it just kind of seems like, uh, the case. I mean, do you think so or no from? No, I totally agree with you actually. Uh, I think it's a pity that, um, it went like that. No, I mean, no, mo no movement we... like that lasts forever, you know? So no, 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 but uh, seeing uh, abusing the movement. Right, it, it hurts it, yeah. Because that 
it 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 hurts it. It's a little like I talked to some. I don't remember who who it was, but I was. Uh, I think it was you yesterday when we talked about communism. How I was communist leader. Uh, at, oh, I think we well, talked about it on the podcast, podcast last week, actually. actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and it's the same thing there. Like it's the people that are abusing communism for their own gain <laughs> that kind of destroyed communism. It's not the idea of communism that's wrong. It's the people Abuse, that abuses yeah. it, and that's that's the, yeah, that's the thing with power. Power, power can be power can be abused, and I I think we saw that especially through I'm 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 so grateful for him that we had cameras around because like you, you, we we talked about you know, in that. Uh, segment uh, was that what it wasn't cameras around we would automatically believe her and then we had uh, the whole thing with uh, Kavanaugh as well that also now people are coming out more and more saying that they were used in a propaganda oh really yeah I mean uh, and, and I mean that in this Hillary thing with the Monica Lewinsky stuff that really you know is part of it but uh, I it's just a cycle of things because you think about it, and before hashtag Me Too, as we call it now, there was I mean the big thing in America that were there was the hashtag No Dapple, which was a huge movement at the time, and then there was the hashtag Black Lives Matter, which right. both kind of were were giant and they were a big movements, and then uh, the hashtag Me Too came around and kind of silenced those. I mean those things are still prevalent, but they they're not as um, big in the news because the Me Too, the hashtag Me Too kind of took the voice of those things as, um, the protest movement of, of the time period, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and in my opinion, to be honest, I think Black Lives Matter and No Dapple were more important than Me Too, which I think people are going to hate to hear, but I think, uh, I think as far as minority groups go... I think uh, African Americans and Native Americans have it harder than women. Sorry to tell you this, everybody, and uh, <laughs> and the people who were running the Black Lives Matter and No Dapple things were mostly women that were doing this. You know, uh, young women as well. So uh, the no, so in in a way, the Me Too movement took the voice away from those uh, African American and Native American women. Which is weird to think about that the Me Too movement could take a voice away from women, in a way. Mm -hmm. Very strange to think about, but uh, I mean, I'm still for the Me Too movement, but I'm also for those movements maybe even more. I guess is my point. Right. Uh, anything else you watched this week? Hashtag controversial. Uh, yeah, I did watch <laughs> something else. Uh, I finished Roseanne, right, and. Uh, I decided I was going to watch Grace Under Fire, which is another 90s sitcom uh, oh with a kind of a strong female character. But it's I, more of... Um, it, it's trying to be Roseanne, is what it is. I have never, ever even heard about that TV show. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it was with a... Uh, she was, it was a female stand-up comedian at the time. I, oh God, I can't remember what her actual name was, but... 
Uh, it was a show called Grace Under Fire, and it's got some uh, decent comedy in it, but it's really trying to rip off Roseanne. I think it was just on a different network, but so it was trying to get the popularity of Roseanne onto another network at the time, you know what I mean? Um, but it is very similar. Uh, but I remember watching it as a kid, and I enjoyed it then, so uh, I'm only like five episodes in, but I'm having fun with it, to be honest. How many uh, seasons were there of this? Five. So wow. there's a lot to watch if you want to go check it out. Uh, it's on Amazon, actually. Amazon what? Prime. What is it called? Grace Under Fire. Grace Under Fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about, like... it's about a lady who um, who leaves her husband because he's abusive, and she ends up with the kids, and he's, you know, the deadbeat dad, and it's pr- pretty much about her trying to, you know, survive in the world uh, with her and her two kids. Uh, living, you know, uh, on their own. It's it's th- that kind of, but it's a sitcom. So she has her friends that are around, and she uh, she has her workplace friends, and uh, this and that. So it's, I mean, check it out. Let me know what you think. Anything else to, you saw? I was going to make the joke that it sounded like the precursor of Grace Autonomy because of Grace. <laughs> Grace and then yes, uh, I. Watched something really, really, really weird uh, called Dirty John. Uh, uh, Dirty John? Huh, okay. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, uh, with. Uh, oh, fucking hell, I can't remember her name. She's amazing in, 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 a, in, in a lot of shows. It's about this. Um, a woman that uh, gets involved with a serial killer. It is really, 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 really good. I've seen the first episode of it. This is my new favorite show. <laughs> it's, it's. What is uh, it with shows like this lately? And you, like, uh, the show you is what I was gonna say. Yes. And is you, this like a running... What is it with you lately? <laughs> right, not you. Let's talk about the show you. <laughs> That could have sound uh, that sounded mean when I uh, after I came out of my mouth I realized it sounded mean. No, I meant to show you. It's very similar, and it's like those kind of shows seem like a new thing where the love interest is a serial killer. You know what I mean? Dirty John, yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Yes, uh, but yeah, I've just seen uh, the first episode. uh, did you ever see that country music, <laughs> country music uh, western show that was uh, on on TV for many 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 seasons that I so for suddenly couldn't remember the name of that I have seen every fucking episode of country music show? Yeah. Oh, Nashville. Nashville. Yes, she's the okay. uh, the woman the woman lead in Nashville. I've never seen that show, but I I know kind of who the actors are, I guess. Right. So yeah, but uh, she's amazing. Uh, but she, she's play playing the main uh, actor here. But uh, yeah, I recommend that thoroughly. Anything else you watched? Just one last thing. Uh, the return. Uh, actually, last week it was the return, but I missed it, and so I watched two episodes this week of People Just Do Nothing, oh. a British show. Yes. Uh, show. Yeah, season five uh, started this uh, 
the or last week, and it's one of the better. Sh- I I call it a uh, British Trailer Park Boys because that's pretty much what it is, uh, uh, and I like it. I think it's better than that, though. Sure, I mean, it, but as far as like the film style and the characters and what how they act, you know what I mean, and everything, it's very similar. Uh, it's just, yeah, you can like that one better, but I think as far as stylistically, they're very similar. They're just from two different countries. Uh, I like them both equally, personally, so uh, there's that. Uh, people don't know what it is. It's basically about two guys who run a pirate radio station's pirate radio station, but they're complete morons. So, yeah. It is hilariously funny, and I'm glad that you told me it just came out, so I can see it. Right, two episodes out, so go check it. The last thing I watched this week was the first season of Training Day, the TV show. Uh, This is taking 15... uh, This is taking part 15 years after the movie. Uh, Did you like the movie, Training Day? You know, it was one of those movies that I was kind of like, it's cool, but it's not something I would watch a hundred times. It's like, you watch it once and you're like, okay, that was cool. And that that was it for me, so. They they have a really good Mormon joke. Uh, I have a story about that before I tell tell you about the TV show. I was watching uh, Training Day at the movies in Oscar, where I lived before, and I was going with this Mormon uh, at the time. And uh, we were going to the movies, and uh, he was, pa- uh, Denzel Washington was giving uh, the other guy drugs, and he didn't want to partake, and Denzel Washington goes, don't be a fucking Mormon, and I laughed so loud, and everybody around me like, why is he laughing so much? <laughs> because they, they, uh, they didn't understand the reference, but for me it was funny. <laughs> like, yeah, don't be a fucking Mormon. Don't be a coward. That is funny. Yeah. But I don't training... remember that joke, but I'll have to watch it again, I guess. Yes. Training there. Uh, 6 out of 10 on IMDb, 22 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on TV.com. I will give it a 6, I guess. Yeah, I I agree with IMDb. It's nothing to write home about, but it's not extremely bad either. It's okay. Uh, I mean, it's a CBS show, so I mean... If you thought you were going to have training day violence and talk on CBS, you right, you think again. It it feels like a generic uh, cop show uh, more than it feels like a follow up to the movie Training Day. I don't especially recommend it, but. It's not. I mean, does the guy do drugs? That's the first question I would ask. I mean, no violence, but do they allow the the one guy to do drugs? You know, the guy who would be the Denzel Washington type character. Yes. Okay. All right. That's that's all I had. Yeah. Yes, but not on camera very much. But it's it's implied more. Ah, implied drug use. <laughs> It's like implied nudity, except implied drug use. Yes. Uh, but uh, 
I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I don't recommend it. I don't dis disrespect it. I mean, uh, what do you call it when you don't? Yeah, I don't recommend it, but I don't recommend it. Yeah, a six okay. out of ten. I mean, it's okay. If you're bored, you have nothing else to watch. And the whole season's out there, so yeah, yeah. I guess so. Okay. That was the last thing I saw. Yep, that's all I saw this week. Well, I watched a lot of WCWC. There's a lot of good wrestling and everything there. Oh, yeah. Tell the audience what happened when you asked about uh, uh, getting a, a, a free network. Oh, right, uh, a free subscription. Right. Well, yeah. I guess they... They just have a deal with those people. We don't. I don't actually work for for Title Match Network, so there's no n- no way to get a free thing from them. So I, I have to sign up for it if I want want to get it. I guess that's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing. Another thing that was really interesting. Uh, we had a couple of luchadors come in, like uh, some new wrestlers. Uh, they were both really good, but the one guy was super serious about the luchador thing to the point where he was in the back eating pizza when the when pizza came and. He did. Could, you're not going to wear your mask eating pizza. You're going to get pizza sauce all over it. But in the back, he had a towel wrapped around his head to hide his face. Even he was the oh. real deal kind of luchador. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never saw the guy's oh. face the whole time we were there all weekend. Was he nice though? Oh yeah, and he was a uh, awesome wrestler, a great guy. Uh, just you know, some some of the luchadors take that the mask very very seriously, and he was one of those. Uh, old school kind of luchador wrestlers, so yeah. How's your Spanish, by the way? Terrible. I failed Spanish. Oh, actually, <laughs> first year, uh, first year Spanish, I did like pretty well. I think I got like a C. And then second year Spanish, I failed miserably because I, I'm I'm partly I'm like slightly dyslexic in English. So give me Spanish, which is basically, a, <laughs> all the words are backwards and stuff, and it just confused the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm I'm bilingual. Right, and obviously. Yeah, that would that would be a fun podcast though if I wasn't. <laughs> it would be weird. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I can answer you back in Norwegian. You can talk. You can ask me questions in English, and I answer back in Norwegian. I have no idea what you said. I, I might get yeah. like a little bit out of it. <laughs> yeah, can't snuck in Oshk. Be the worst. That would be the worst podcast ever. <laughs> like, like, welcome to another digital citizen, me, Luke, and Frode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, talking about weird things, uh, we're going to talk about rods and orbs. Uh, one of. Uh, my favorite topics we've done in a long time because I I fucking love uh, Rob uh, rods and orbs. But what are rubs? rods and orbs? Jesus, that was hard. Right. I mean, they're two totally different things, but they kind of go together, I guess. And uh, what's a good way? Yeah. Um, they're visual uh, artifacts uh, that appear in photographic and video images. I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, I mean, that some people claim to be uh, ghosts. Other right. people claim that are there. It's alien life or extraterrestrial creatures, or maybe even some kind of interdimensional beings. I've heard as well. 
they're equal enough to have it as one topic because I'm, I mean uh, uh, they don't react in the same way but they are kind of the same thing because both are uh, uh, opticals if you know what I mean Right, and they both appear only in photographs or video, right? Right. Um, but, and I guess the shape, the real difference is the shape. The rods are right. long and skinny like a rod, and the orbs are circular like an orb. <laughs> right. So what, do, what should we talk about first? Should we go into rods? I think we should talk orbs first, maybe, because I think rods are somewhat more interesting in a way. I don't know. What do you okay. think? Okay. Okay. I, I don't mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we, we can call we can call it uh, that. Um, I think we should start at paranormal claims of 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 uh, orbs. Okay. Uh, I will uh, go there. Okay. Uh, you want me to read it? No, I will read it. Some okay. paranormal yeah, investigators has referred to orbs appearing in photographs from allegedly paranormal sources. Others have claimed that orbs are an uh, unknown sort of being based partly on perceived intent of the orb's movement. Such uh perceptions uh have been interpreted as examples of ang- anxiety so if you no. agency oh uh, agency sorry a tendency to mistakenly perceive connections between meaning and unrelated things i guess mm. the term was uh, uh, coined by klaus konrad in 1958 Yes, so many paranormal investigators have agreed that orbs are the result of uh, from a natural phenomenon such as insects, dust, pollen, or water vapor. So I guess the most interesting thing here is, uh, well, there's two interesting things. They claim that they're from a paranormal source and that they perceive intent in the orb's movement. Right. So they they see these things in a camera uh, that they call orbs, and some people claim that these orbs are moving with intent, like they're moving to to, to show, show you something, or yeah, or move moving to like touch something or cause something to happen, or uh, in some cases I was seeing teamwork, but I think it was mm. more in the case of rods that that some people see intent that like these rods are working together in a team. Did you see something about that from? Yeah. Yes. And I think that could be said about orbs as well, is that like some of these people think that these orbs are working together and that it's some kind of intelligent life that you can only see through a camera. Right. So here's my first question. What, what do you think the reason <laughs> is why we can only see it? Through a camera. Well, let's get to the actual reason right at the end, right? After we do both of them, I guess. Okay. Uh, Which I think most people probably already know kind of the reason, but I think if you were to come from the paranormal side, why would they say uh, that you can only see it through a camera? Is that uh, 
maybe our eyes filter out that stuff um, and the camera is unfiltered. Like our brains yeah. are filtering out part of reality, which is true. When Our brains yeah. do filter yeah. out parts of reality that we don't see every day. Like we have two eyes. There's a gap in between our eyes, but we don't see the gap because our brains filter out the gap in between our eyes uh, so we can see better, obviously. Um, so I guess that would be their kind of theoretical idea behind it is that our, our, our eyes filter out these orbs and rods or they're too fast or too small or something for our eyes to see them, but a camera can see them because it can catch them, uh, in mid flight or, uh, it, it doesn't have the filter of our brain, I guess. A perfect non-paranormal example of that is, uh, colorblindness. Like my dad He's colorblind. He doesn't see a difference between green and red for some strange reason. Right, yeah. Yeah. A and lot of people has, have that. Yeah, and that that has to do with our perfection perfection of things. Is it that right. the right word? The perception, right. Perception. Exactly. I'm, yeah. And people, I think, so, people take your perception totally... Uh, for granted, like right. people just think sometimes people get caught in this idea that like everybody has the same perception as me. Yeah. And I think that is what that's actually what causes w most wars, probably, <laughs> to be honest. Like I said, is like describe people thinking like, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like I said, describe the color yellow to blind people. <laughs> like, how how do, do did we agree on on yellow? Do you see the same yellow as me? Are we? <laughs> Sure, that's yellow. Well, what makes it yellow? Right, and yeah. how would we ever, even for two of us that are looking at the same yellow, how could we explain to each other it if it's the same color yellow? Right, right. <laughs> even slightly sh different shade of yellow. It, are, yeah. are we seeing a slightly different shade than each other? Who knows? It's How can you ever even tell that or explain it to each other? I mean, the gold dress. That was a phenomenon. Uh, oh that right, long, yeah. Long, long time blue ago. Blue and gold dress, right? Yeah, that's a perfect example of that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, this is kind of that way where uh, that would be like the reasoning behind why people would believe in this, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, let's go to the paranormal claims of rods, I guess. I'll yeah. do that next. I'll do that. Mm -hmm. uh, various uh, paranormal interpretations appeared in popular culture, uh, and one or more outspoken proponent, proponent, proponents sorry, mm -hmm. uh, of rods as aliens, life as alien life forms is Jose Escamilla, who claims to have been uh, the first to film uh, rods on March nineteenth, nineteen ninety four, in all of all places, Roswell, New Mexico, bro. He filmed them while attempting to film a UFO. Since then, Escamilla has made additional videos and embarked on lecture tours to promote these claims. Uh, so I guess that's where it started. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I I've seen a lot of stuff about like people who are, uh, what do they call it, spurlunking? Was that yes. like cave diving or whatever yes. it is? Yes. Where people will see these in caves. They'll be taking pictures as they're kind of flying by and... Uh, see rods, uh, but Fro kind of turned me on to the whole idea of skyfish. What's skyfish, yes. Fro? What's the difference there between kind of? I think at least here it says 
cryptozoology and, and UFOlogy rods, aka or also known as skyfish, air rods, or solar entities. But I kind of, from the research I did, I think rods and skyfish are kind of different just because of where they are uh, on Earth, I guess. But right. go ahead and explain that. No, sky fishing is extremely interesting. Uh, I think I, I, I send you uh, some some videos. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think... Uh, how do you explain sky fish? Uh, it is... Uh, of course, it, it, it is uh, a, a paranormal activity on... on 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 the sky so it, it it is kind of it looks like it's flying back and forward we, we should almost send uh watch that video that i send you do you still have that link well uh all it is is music so it's oh, not okay. gonna be great for podcasts okay. but i mean like uh, I I've, I watched it, so right. I know what it is. I mean, it's not going to do anything for the listeners, but we, right. I can kind of explain after you explain, or at least what I thought, what I saw, what I thought of it. I mean, the real difference between a rod and a skyfish is one: the rods are down near the ground or in caves, and right. skyfish are in the sky. In That's the, sky. the real difference. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it it looks like uh, really, it looks like a creature. Kind of, but uh, uh, I, I would say it, it it is quite different from a UFO because of its uh, transcendence. Is that a, if you understand what I mean? Oh no, trans translucent. Yes, it's see through. It's right. see through. Yeah. yeah, where a UFO is more more uh, more concrete in a way. Right. What I read is that some people think it's a UFO still, but it's like cloaked. Like when you think of like Star Trek, where they cloak the uh, the spaceship. You know what I mean? It's like uh, or Predator, where you see Predator, he's cloaked, but you can kind of see the outline. That's what some people think Skyfish is. Is is it just a cloaked UFO where you can see through it? You can still kind of see it and the shape, but it does. You don't see the solid object. Does that make sense? Right. It's an interesting theory. I, I mean, this, the ones that I saw, they, they or at least the video you sent me, it said they can be the size... Uh, skyfish, not rods, can be from the size of a pencil. I think it said to the size of a school bus. Yes. Uh, and some of the ones were gigantic, the pictures they showed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it is so... It's one of the most fascinating things about this. Because if... If you don't know what this really is, and we will go go through that again, I, I if I didn't know the science behind this and and things like that, it is so fascinating to watch. I've I've seen a lot of videos this week because I went on on a sky sky fishing expedition. See what I mean there? <laughs> a sky fishing expedition. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and and. It, it is so many videos of this in so many ways. But I think the one I, that I sent you was one of the best ones. But if you look on YouTube, there are thousands and thousands and thousands. Oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, like I just said, the one guy claims, as far as rods go, uh, he claimed the first one was from 1994. 
And I mean, I've been hearing about this probably my whole life. You know, as far as long as I can remember, I've been hearing about rods. Uh, but I mean, it's been. Should we get into it now? Kind of, it's been proven as incorrect for a really long time. Yes. But some of the videos you sent me, bro, were from like 2015. Yes. I saw someone from 2017. Like people yeah. still legitimately believe in this, even though there's a lot of evidence as to why it exists. What the uh, what the real answer behind why these why it, you see this in the picture and people are just. They're unwilling to accept those answers. So let's go into the answers, Fro. If do you want to start there, or, or yes. do you want me to do it? The straight uh, dope columnist Cecil Adams called Rod's a hoax, where unscrupulous pieces people are exploiting a gullible public for profit. That's pretty harsh words. That is right. <laughs> Pretty hard, hard work, and said that investigators have shown that rods are mere tricks of light, which are results of how images, primarily video uh, images, of flying insects are recorded and played back. In particular, a, f a fast passage before uh, the camera of an insect flapping its wings has been shown to produce road-like effects due to motion blur. If camera is uh, is shot with relatively long exposure times, right? So, anybody who's ever gone to film school knows why these things exist. Is basically right. what it is. Like, uh, and when I was talking about people spelunking shooting rods, uh, it, it even says here. Uh, Insects flapping the rim produce rod-like effects due to motion blur mm -hmm. and long exposure time. So the what, what's happening is the person jumping into something, they're going really fast, and they shoot with like a really long exposure time, which causes the camera to get a lot of light r uh, really quickly uh, over a, a, a longer period of time than a no normal uh, exposure, and that causes it to get that trail uh, and... Uh, that's what's causing these rods is the is motion blur and exposure time. Mm. Uh, I guess here in China, in China, uh, the Chinese uh, Central Television uh, aired a two-part documentary in China. Uh, it reported the events from May to June of the same year, uh, in, in which it debunked flying rods. Surveillance cameras in a facility compound captured video. Footage of flying rods identical to those shown in Jose Escamilla's, vi Escamilla's video. Uh, getting no satisfactory answer to the phenomenon, curious scientists at the facility decided they would try to solve the mystery by attempting to catch the airborne creatures. Uh, mm -hmm. Huge nets were set up, and the same surveillance cameras then captured images of rods flying into the trap. Uh, when the nets were inspected, the rods were no more than moths and ordinary flying insects. Uh, subsequent in investigations proved that the appearance of flying rods on video was an optical illusion. Yep. It's so kind of it's, sad, it's been... because it looks so real. It looks so fucking real. I was like, I don't really want to know the science behind this, because it looks so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Right, and the and I think the coolest part is to think about like if there was this. Um, 
it, to me, to think about of like a, uh, what do you, a, a alternate dimensional world that's kind of is it's living in the same space time space as our world, right. but it's in this other dimension where it's it maybe sometimes it like bl- those time space the time space blurs and you get to see something from that other dimension that is what is a really cool concept to me you know what i mean as far as rods and um and orbs go which kind of is the same idea of either it being aliens or ghosts cuz either one of those things could be coming from a, another dimension i guess um that's what really gets me interested in it and then you find out the it's very simple what why it is and it just destroys the illusion and it, i agree with you fro maybe it's funner sometimes to to live in uh to live in ignorance you know what i mean sometimes ignorance yeah. is bliss i guess <laughs> as they say after attending a lecture by jose esmeraila ufo investigator robert schaefer wrote that some of his rods were obvious insect sipping across the field at the high angular rate and others appeared to uh, be appendages which were bird wings blurred by camera exposure so even UFO investigators right he went and to the guy the, the original guy who originally claimed this he went to and even uh, UFO investigators are like yeah this guy's crazy yeah <laughs> right <laughs> that's more or less what, what they're saying Right, and then as far as orbs go, it's pretty much the same, but um, it, it's result it results in uh, it results in typically circular artifact image due to the camera being uh, the camera flash being reflected from unfocused uh, part uh, particles of dust, water droplets, or other particles in the air or water. Like if you're taking pictures in water, it would happen right. also. Uh, it's especially especially common with modern compact and ultra compact digital cameras. Uh, of course, this uh, effect is called backscatter. That's what the little orbs that you see. Uh, backscatter of light by unfocused particles. These artifacts are also sometimes called the orbs, uh, referring to common paranormal claims. Uh, some appeared with trails suggesting the orbs have motion. But of course, if it's dust, dust does just like float around in the air. So it's going to have motion, right. uh, clearly. Well, I find it interesting that it uh, is really uh, a common occurrence in uh, pictures that is taken underwater. Right. Well, I mean, there's just little particles of stuff floating around yeah. in the water. You know what I mean? It's yeah. maybe even more prevalent than... I mean, the particles are even more prevalent than in the air, in the water, right. because it's... Uh, yeah. It's this is a, an interesting... Yeah. Sorry, go it, ahead. No, it says in underwater scenes, particles such as sand or tonic, uh, marine life near the lens, invisible to the diver, reflects the light uh, from the flash, causing the orb artifact in an image. Right, explaining kind of why you uh, you wouldn't be able to see it, but the camera could. Right. Exactly. Right. This was, I think, the... Uh, I, I guess this kind of a good place to wrap this up, but Fuji film, which is, you know, probably the second biggest film next to Kodak, uh, Fuji, 
they they uh they actually put out a thing about this about orbs it says there are a certain amount of dust floating in the air you may have noticed this at the movies when you look up the light coming from the movie projector right. and notice bright sparks floating around in the beam in the same way there are always dust particles floating around nearby when you take pictures with your camera when you use a flash the light from the flash reflects off the dust particles and sometimes is captured in your shot. So that was from Fuji Film, and they had to come out and say, "Listen, these are not aliens, all right? We make film. We know what we're talking about." Mm-hmm. So and actually, just... yeah. Before we wrap it up, did you see what's down at the bottom in the sea? Also under backscatter, fro? No, I did not. Willow uh, the would... Wisp. Jeff Hardy oh. is, of course, under there. <laughs> Bokesh Digital Artifacts Rolling Shutter Yeah, Will of the Wisp Will of the Wisp, right Watch, Of course, from Jeff Hardy's TNA name Remember, Will of yes. the Wisp But I guess it's actually a Atmospheric ghost light seen by travelers at night Especially over bogs or swamps It mm-hmm. resembles a flickering lamp That is said to recede if approached By uh, drawing travelers From their safe, safe path uh, that's Ooh. interesting. Hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. So where does this uh, rate on the crazy scale? Sadly, extremely low. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to go with like a one or a two. I think yeah. this is one of the lower ones we've ever done, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, this rate so I think low. I'll go one and a half just to split yeah. the difference. What What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down uh, on the <laughs> one. This isn't crazy at all. This uh, is... Uh, thoroughly explained and debunked. Right, it's totally. almost a little sad. <laughs> if yeah, right. <clears throat> if you need something to if to sink your teeth into that's not debunked, I did see something that hasn't been debunked actually that I was going to mention during the news. But uh, just go ahead and look up. Did Hillary Clinton um, say she wanted to drone strike Julian Assange? Go ahead and look oh, that yeah. up on Snopes and see if that's been proven wrong or not, because it hasn't. <laughs> no. No, it's uh, it's one of those uh, we, uh, Mandela effect. That Mandela effect, look. There we have it. Yeah, look, before we talk about the movies, uh, I forgot to keep you informed on the score in the chess. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sure you've been thinking about that all week. Uh, Yeah, I just could not keep it off my mind. So, yeah, go ahead. It's level. Still. Still? Okay. Nobody has... Yep. Nobody has won a single game. Okay, what happens if they go all the... It ends on Friday, right? What if they have... Happens if they go... Do they go extra games? Yes. Okay. With shorter thinking time. Uh, Oh, with a... A shorter clock, right? Timed, right? Right. Okay. Right. Right. And uh, I think it's four of those, four uh, of shorter thinking time. I think that's called uh, lightning chess, if I'm not incorrect. Uh, and if they still have not uh, done it there, they do it with even less. Uh, time. I always think that's four, four, uh, four times of that, and that it's called blitz chess. I think. Right. Uh, there's a certain speed that's called speed chess, which I think is like under thirty seconds or something crazy like that. 
Oh, no, it is that then. But uh, I mean, I I, I think uh, because uh, I think it's like uh, 10 minutes, then 4 minutes or or something like that. But anyway, the last time, uh, uh, and if they are still level after that, they will uh, play something called Blitz. And what that is, is that it's like enormously bad time. Uh, one is black and one is white, and it's drawn about that. But uh, if you can't uh, win with black, no, if you can't win with white, sorry, uh, like if it gets into a draw, even then, uh, then black wins. Oh, wow. Okay. Because what? they went second? Yeah. Is that the only reason? No, because uh, uh, the time... There's always... Um, uh, um, you will always have a higher percentage of winning if you play with white. Right, okay. So, because white begins. That's what I said, yeah, because always. white always goes first. Right. right. Yes. So, uh, you just have to protect yourself. Uh, and right. play like you you have a defensive yeah so you, you either have to win with black that is a possibility right. okay. of course yeah or, and you win so I, I i think it is like that but we will talk about it next week because it's overdone right i i don't follow <laughs> chess but i did take chess classes when i was a kid so i do know a lot about chess Ooh, yeah are you good at chess I honestly haven't played in years, but I used to be pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in the chess club or anything, but uh, I don't even know if we had a chess club in my high school, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I'm a grandmaster in chess, right? Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, really? I was never that good. I was good enough to like, you know, beat everybody I knew that wasn't, you know, that didn't play all the time. I would play the computer and beat the computer all the time, but um, I, I had a. I went and did classes for a little with this one guy who was so good. He like would set, you know, do the thing where you set a, a, up a table in a circle right. and you have all like he had, we had like 15 people or something in our class and he'd just go around in a circle and beat everybody. So yeah, he's one, he was that good. So yeah, if you're that good, then that's awesome. I was right. I, I have to say yes, because it definitely, uh, you have to keep got... in practice. It's one of those things. It's not like riding a bike for sure. No, and uh, the thing is, like, when I got sick, I I lost my memory. Like, my short-term memory thing. Right, yeah, okay. It's totally gone. That's... <laughs> Luke knows no, nothing about that. Right. I, no, it... I remember everything, Luke, right? Right, that, that would definitely <laughs> hinder chess, yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, and as Luke knows, I remember shit nothing. So my 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 IQ has gone down with drug use. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you you remember kind of some things that are like almost sometimes the most irrelevant thing though. Like you'll remember it way better than me. You know what I mean? Like weird things right. that I would never remember. You'll totally remember. So sometimes you remember just weird things that uh, maybe I don't know what that has to do with. But I mean, I do that too. I guess everybody does that. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, Eurovision, Eurovision things. I remember, funny enough. Right. I saw this thing about the Irish turkey. How have we? Ne did we talk about that when we did Eurovision? When Ireland entered what? a turkey into the Eurovision, like a turkey puppet. Yeah. Did we ever talk no, about I, that? 
No, we didn't. Oh my gosh, I heard this story like last week, I think, and I don't, I don't think I ever talked to you about it. But like, Ireland put a turkey puppet in Eurovision because they didn't yeah. want to host it, so they just sent a puppet yeah. turkey so it wouldn't win. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yep, they were so they were so fed up with winning that they were like, and I, I think the song was "We Number One, We Will Win Eurovision," or, or <laughs> that's funny. So. Uh, something horrendous. Uh, no, it was called Zero Points. I remember. Zero Points, yeah. But yeah, uh, I think we will talk uh, some of your... We, we haven't talked about Eurovision in a long time. It has... Uh, I don't know why we haven't talked about it, but we, we talked about that they were considering con- uh, places to ho- host it. It has been confirmed that it will be in Tel Aviv. Oh, good. But we, awesome. We, yeah, I, we, we never said it on the podcast. But we, yeah, we had talked about that there was a lot of controversy. We talked about the Roger Waters right. protest and everything. So, yeah. Right. So it will be in Tel Aviv. Uh, um they are a little uh, concerned, well, people are a little concerned that the star of David will have a huge uh, play and they in the of the stage, and they think that uh, is against the EBU rules okay. of being political. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that would make sense. So, uh, well, I don't know if right. it's... Uh, is it political or is it religious, for yes, sure? Yes, that's the thing. Is it religion or is it political? That's the thing. Well, it is in <laughs> Israel, though, so it is Both. kind of political. Uh, uh, that's a tough one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we doing a podcast yeah, here, Fro? But... No, we're just rambling at this point. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fun. I like it. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, uh, I know a movie that you saw because you saw it with me, but uh, I have sadly seen another movie this week, and it was not as good as the movie that we saw, that's for fucking sure. I watched uh, the, I'm going to call it the horror movie, uh, in quotes. Okay. I'm doing quotes in front of my computer. Cam. It's about this Cam girl... That goes insane? Question mark. Because okay. she suddenly can see that someone else is pretending to be her? Question mark. Wait, an- another and, uh, somebody's being a cam girl pretending to be her? Uh, no, a copy of her. Oh, in real and, life, somebody stole her identity. Life. Right. Oh, okay. And it is the most confusing shit movie I have ever seen. This is on by by a man level. This is atrociously bad. It makes uh, it makes uh, Gotti look like an Oscar movie. why the fuck did uh, Netflix buy this? I, it, I it's trying to be so. Have you ever you you seen an independent horror movie? Haven't you? Oh yeah, plenty. Like yeah, tons. Really independent horror movie. Sure. Where 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 the blood and the dialogue is really stiff and bad. Mm, yeah. 
this is this is that done i un ironically and with money okay (laughs) (laughs) it is i don't even know how to explain it other than saying that if you watch this and understand this movie please please write me a letter it's called cam c-a-m on netflix don't watch it i will give it my second zero of this year okay not bad all right yeah why did you put it in quotes as a horror movie by the way because it's it's supposed to be a horror movie but it's not scary nothing it's nothing okay i'm not sure it's a movie okay there you go all right well the only the the thing we saw unless you saw anything else what else did we see was ballad of lester scruggs the new coen brothers movie yes yep me and fro got together and watched this because it came out this weekend and we were like we were huge fans of the coen brothers so we wanted to see it and i was not disappointed no it was really good. Right. Uh, liked it a little more than you did. Uh, we talked a little about it. Uh, let's go into... Uh, it was um, originally planned to be a TV show. Uh, we said both at the end of this that we were really happy that they didn't put it as a TV show. Because we didn't think it would work as a TV show. Uh, and I, I, I agree with that. I don't see. Uh, how, I mean, I can see how it would have been cut together as a TV show. It's very clear mm. the way it's yes. put together how the TV show would have been, um, because it's a lot of different short stories. It's not one big long movie, and it, it, right. it different short stories about completely different characters. But it's all set in in the old west. That's the only. It's not even some of the stories are on the east coast. Some of the of the U.S. Some are on the west coast of the U.S. It's all over the map, um, and. Uh, some to me, some of the short stories were amazing, and other ones were average uh, to good. Um, so it, there was no as bad. far as judging it as a movie, it's kind of hard right. to judge it as like a mov- movie movie because it was different than a normal right. movie for sure. There was no bad parts. Where, no, where no, no, no parts where I I thought fuck that was a bad part. It was different parts. There was one really funny one. We started with a hysterical funny one and ended with kind of a lost ending, <laughs> if we think about it. A little bit, yeah. Uh, um, and there were kind of depressing ones and then the other funny ones, and there was one that was, I don't know, really kind of um, uh, a thinker that really made you think about yeah. uh, life and, like, what's... Uh, what things have purpose you know the one with the 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 guy with no arms and legs it was like mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. go makes you think like what kind of value do you put on different things in in your life and stuff like that and um i thought the comedy stuff was the best stuff uh the other stuff was good um none like you said not nothing was bad in here but overall i i really enjoyed it it's uh, i think i just didn't enjoy it quite as much as you but uh close to the same i think right uh we're oh, yeah. far off as far as numbers go i mean what'd you what'd you give it oh. again i give it a seven and a half 
Right, okay, and I gave it a 7. So, right. uh, we were super close. It's just, um, I, I think the thing that hindered the half point to me is uh, that it was that it wasn't just a, a movie movie. Uh, and I wow. enjoyed the short stories, but that it, I don't know, it just felt a little strange to me. It was still fun, though. I loved it, uh, and I would recommend it to anybody. I mean, it's not the best Coen Brothers film uh, at no. all, in any way whatsoever, no. but uh, it's still fun. Uh, it's better. Uh, Brother Werato is a better um, Western movie uh, of Coen Brothers, I would say. I would sure, write, right. Uh, Oh, brother, we're out of like an eight and a half movie, nine, maybe. I really love Oh, brother, we're out of. But um, I will say that I think maybe my uh, favorite and my least favorite is different than yours. Uh, my my favorite one was actually the last one because it was so ambiguous, and you have to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked liked the last one uh, because it talks so much about what is life and what is death and what is happening. Like, and it was a perfect uh, ending of of the the movies uh, or the parts as well because it it talked about like what 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 will happen to us when we die and things like that. And the ending is so. Uh, so wedge and so so strange. I think my least favorite part was uh, the gold digger story. Actually, um, okay. I think that was my least one, favorite one. I think that was my favorite the, one. Was the gold digger right. part? I know that. I thought that yeah. was. I mean, it wasn't the funniest one, but it had comedy and it had drama and it made you think. I think it had everything that all the other ones also had. But the other ones, um, some of them didn't have comedy or didn't have, uh, didn't make you think. Like the first one didn't really make you think all that much, but it had comedy. You no. know what I mean? And the last yeah. one didn't have any comedy really. Or I guess the one with the guy with no arms and legs didn't have any comedy in it, but it made you think, right? So, right. um, I what my least favorite one? I, that's hard. That's a harder uh, question. But I guess it might be the. Uh, the bank robber one, maybe. I didn't really. Yeah, either that or the the woman story. I had that maybe as my uh, the Oregon one. Oh yeah, we we should say that we were in Oregon. Well, no, they well, never almost. got to Oregon in the in the story, but they were go. They were on the Oregon Trail, right? Right. There was an Oregon Trail one. I kind of like the Oregon Trail one mostly because of the ending. Uh, where right. it's a he, he's about amazing. to shoot and then something happens right before he shoots and yeah that's I thought that part right. was funny actually that that was a little bit of comedy in that one. But I I, I think uh, I think the strangest one was definitely the one with the man without uh, any legs and and arms. I really like that one. That's the one that like. Uh, got me to think the most, maybe of them all. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it's also and... the most depressing one too. <laughs> For yeah, sure, one hundred percent, the most depressing. Oh, definitely. Even the last one is not as depressing as that one, and that the last one's pretty much all about death. Somehow, that that's right. less depressing than this, the one we're talking about. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we both recommend it. 
Yeah, and it's on Netflix, so if you have Netflix, check it out. Cool. Let's go and talk about Windows. Oh, Widows. Okay. Guy with a gun at the door. What has happened in the world? From Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah, I love him. There's Liam Neeson, we're seeing. Oh, he was so good in yesterday's movie. I like this music. Yeah. Digging it. What you don't see, you don't know. I love her. Rodriguez. She's so good. Violetta Davis I love. Something happened tonight, something bad. Um Our husbands aren't coming back. I'm liking how the trailer's definitely not giving you a whole lot about like what the movie is. Right. It's, in, it's making me interested, but it's not like telling me everything that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Most, a lot of trailers do that now. The best thing we have going for us is being who we are. Why? Because no one. She got the gun pointed right at her face. Mm -hmm. Smart. <laughs> who are we? And this world got you down on your knees. If this whole thing goes wrong. I want my kids to know that I didn't just sit So many good actors in this. I did something. In this city. Oh yeah, look at that. What what's his uh, what's yeah. that guy's name? Let's hope so. I guess we'll see in a second. Love the music. Yeah, this, I, I'm digging the music for sure. Really good use of music. Especially after last week's trailer, which was, good God, that music was terrible. Oh, ooh, hi, <laughs> oh, hee, ha. But yeah, uh, look, I'm going to watch this movie tomorrow, actually. Uh, I'm going to see this in the cinema. Cool, all right. So I'm really looking forward to it. But what is it about? <clears throat> right, um, a police shootout leaves four thieves dead during an explosive armed robbery attempt in Chicago. Their widows, Veronica, Linda, Alice, and Belle, have nothing in common except a debt left behind by their spouses' criminal activities. Hoping to forge a future of the, on their own terms, Veronica joins forces with the other three women to pull off a heist that their husband was planning. Um... Yep, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Actually, pretty good on both places. 84% on Metacritic is what I'm seeing. 86, it says here. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and lots and lots of good actors in this. Uh, di directed yeah. by Steve McQueen, screenplay by Steve McQueen, produced by Steve McQueen. And Jillian Flynn, yeah. And Jillian Flynn. Oh, also did the screenplay, right, yeah. 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 And she's fucking amazing as well. Uh, I mean, I I loved 12 Years as Slave. It was a really, really hard watch. But it was such a good movie. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, no, I don't think so. 12 Years as Slave. I think it won a lot of Oscars. Uh, and things like that, but yeah, 
uh, Hunger is maybe my favorite Steve McQueen movie. But uh, so when I hear he hasn't made a bad movie yet, um, so I, when I hear <laughs> hear his name, it's kind of yeah, wow. Well, yeah, I definitely I, found some bad reviews. So you're about to hear uh, some God. people say that he made a bad movie. So you can't, you won't be able to say that after this this seg- segment of our podcast, bro. But I went to the Facebook. Uh, let's see. You want to hear a good one or a bad one first? I want to hear a bad one first. Okay. Uh, Charlie Hanley says. Uh, oh no, that was a good one. Mm? Okay, a- Adrian Weaver Jackson says, nope, that was a good one. Uh, Julie Hasty says, horrible movie, extremely disappointed, I'm still confused, uh, frowny face. Uh, Maria Lewis Gutted said, wasn't as good as the trailer made it to be, watchable TV program, definitely, but not a blockbuster. A uh, couple of good bits, but that was all. Okay, and then I got wow. a couple good ones. Charlie Hanley says, It was good, but too political. I wanted a movie about four women who didn't sh- swallow in... Uh, who didn't wallow in self-pity of what happened to their husbands. Uh, it, it, I didn't want uh, this much politics in my movie. All right. Adrian Jackson Weaver says, uh, this, movie was f- this movie was so fire. Uh, it was not promoted enough. I didn't see it a trailer until... Uh, last night on BAT. I'm going to go see it again. Action-packed with a twist and had me ready for war. I'm not really sure what that... <laughs> I don't know what that last part was all about. Uh, uh, yeah, I found some bad reviews. Uh, Monique R. said, Worst movie. I did not like this movie or neither did my husband. It was terrible. We waited a whole movie just to get uh, to the end and see four minutes of wrap-up of movie. The, uh, there were parts in the movie that didn't make sense. Horrible! Uh, Monique uh, R.E.S. Uh, Michael G. said one star. Saw this long confusing mess of a movie. Yes, the cast is great and there's plenty of emoting. There's little action character development or drama be warned this is not a thriller and it's uh, critical uh, and the critical praise for this boring model mess well it's criminal <laughs> okay so yeah i mean we saw some bad reviews for sure so i'm i'm now even more interested after hearing the bad reviews to hear what you <laughs> you yeah. think when you see it bro so yes Yes, I, I'm. I'm really interested in that myself. <laughs> Other movies that came out this week, uh, a little independent uh, film called Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grimberwald. Uh, I don't think anybody has heard about this. No, it's I, in the Harry Potter universe or something. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Nobody's watching this film. Yeah. No. on IMDb, 39 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm seeing 40, Uh, but okay. Okay, Uh, 3 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. In an effort to thwart Goldward's Grindelwald, sorry, the plans of rising pure-blood wizards rule over the non-magical beings, Albus Humbledore enlists his former student, uh, Newt Scamander, who uh, 
who access agrees to help, unaware of the dangers that lie ahead. Lines are drawn as love and loyalty are tested, even among the truest friends and family, in increasingly divided wizarding world. Directed by uh, David Yates, screenplay by someone called J.K. Rowling. Never heard of her. Oh, her? Yeah. Never heard of her. Nope. Uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Eddie Romaine, uh, Jude, uh, Jude Law. That's yeah. three of the actors. All right. When I maybe I haven't been paying attention to Harry Potter, but when did it turn into being about Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have. Heard so many people talk about that lately. Okay, about this. Movie. I didn't. I uh, until you read that this description, I didn't have any clue. But just from that description, that's sure yeah. what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, 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 you don't hope this movie sells good or something, do you? <laughs> right. Hopefully, it does well. Uh, because it's my Ooh, pick for movie. the uh, bet at the end of the. <laughs> yeah. I actually think I will talk about it afterwards, but I found this Facebook page when I was doing research for uh, what I was do- when I was looking for stuff on the on the Facebook group or oh, I mean for uh, for another digital review when I was on the Facebook group for the okay. movie, I found this thing called Nostradamus of the box office. Okay, and it's a it's a Facebook page that predicts how much movies are gonna make when they come out over the next month. Ooh. So we might, I don't know, we could uh, figure out a way to use that maybe for our bet. But we'll have to talk about that off air. I don't know, but if you want to, go check out yeah. that. It's called Nostradamus of Box Office. It's on uh, Facebook. It's kind of interesting. Uh, what else came out this week? Sorry? <laughs> I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> oh, right, but you can still go to Facebook and look up his page, and it'll still be there. Like, even if you're not yeah. uh, logged in, the Facebook pages still exist, believe it or not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else came out? I guess I'll do Green Book, uh, drama comedy. It says, Don, Dr. Don Shirley is a world-class African-American pianist who, who's about to embark on a concert. <laughs> Did I say pianist? <laughs> uh, Fro is five years old, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. I did not say pianist. Uh, okay. Who's about to embark on a concert tour in Deep South in 1962. In need of a driver and protection, Shirley recruits Tony Lip, a tough-talking bouncer from an Italian-American neighborhood in the Bronx. Uh, director Peter Farley? Um, screenplay also by Peter Farley. Cast Don Shirley, Viggo Mortensen, um, and some other people I've never heard of. Uh, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not seeing... Well, I'm seeing 70% on uh, Metacritic. Uh, and 5.9 out of 10 on IGN, for some reason, is what I'm saying. Oh, wait. Yeah. Um, another movie that came out this week, Instant Family. Uh, it is... Uh, when Pete and Ellie decide to f- start a family, they stumble into a world of foster care adoption. They hope to uh, take in a small child, but when they're met by three siblings, including a rebellious 15-year-old, 
They find themselves speeding from zero to three kids overnight. Now Pete and Ellie must learn the ropes of instant parenthood in hope of becoming a family. Jesus Christ, this sounds like the most generic movie ever. It really does. Um, yes, it's a comedy. It's uh, directed by Sean Anders. Never heard of him. Uh, but it has uh, produced by Mar- Mark Wahlberg, and it has Mark Wahlberg in it with uh, R- Rosie Byrne. I know her and Tom Segura. Oh, he's funny. I know he is. Yeah. Isla Sh- Scheisinger, I know who is. Um, this has gotten a 7.6 on, uh, out of 10 on IMDb. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 4 out of 5 from Common Sense Media. Hooray, Common Sense Media. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we really need to talk about them one day. Right, yeah. I'm sure they're Christian wage organization. I know, I need to write... Well, I'll write it down on our list of topics. and we'll, uh, I need to update the... Yeah. the the future months of what we're going to cover. So maybe I'll just add it in when I do that. Cool. So, uh, I have picked <laughs> the movie. I want to see of those four movies because I'm actually seeing widows tomorrow. Right. Um... I mean, more, more pick, more pick than that. You, <laughs> you don't get, <laughs> Jeez, Uh, it's between green book and widows for sure. For me. Um, right. Right. I'm going to go with green book. Actually, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe it's because of the reviews we just read, but uh, Green Book also looks like it could be a good movie. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything you want to plug your log? Uh, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get a free trial and a free book. Uh, cancel any time and keep your free book. Did you say audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen? I did. I did I did say that. That exact thing, yeah. That's where you can hmm. get a 30-day trial from, yeah. And a free book? Yeah, free. But what 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 what, what if I cancel the subscription? Uh, do I get to continue Are you listening to my book that I downloaded for free? Yeah, you gotta keep it and, and you put it on your what? iPod or your phone and you listen to it with your ear ears. What? Yep. It, for free at audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen? Right. And you could get it for somebody for Christmas, which is coming up, if you if you wanted to tell oh. them and give them a free trial. Just sign them up for on audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. And also have them go to their computer without telling them and go to iTunes and subscribe them as well and Spotify. <laughs> subscribe them on there. <laughs> But don't te- yeah, you can tell them may- uh, after you do it after you subscribe. Yeah, because maybe you're on Spotify soon. <laughs> hey, look, is it racist to call it Black Friday? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Did, did somebody suggest that? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just asking. It's this Friday, isn't it? Uh yes, uh, yeah, I guess it is. I didn't think about it. Maybe we, if we get if we find some interesting video, maybe we'll put like some Black Friday craziness in the in the news at the end of the news next week. Maybe. But uh, what we will cover next week is news of the week. Uh, we never covered the news, 
So that's the new segment we will do next week. Hopefully we get some Brexit news, yeah? <laughs> Manifest episode uh, nine? Nine? Uh, nine? Right, yes, episode nine, sorry. Yes. Uh, I was like, didn't we just see eight? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that again. It's enough that I have to cover this show. <laughs> uh, we will do another digital review of Robin Hood. Do you know what? I I, I, I need to do a little di- digression because I, I, I actually listened to a review of Robin Hood today. And they said it was the worst mess they have ever seen. Oh, really? Okay. So, I can't wait to cover this next week. But we will have a tournament next week. Look, what is the tournament we're going to have? Our best ice cream flavor ever tournament. I have a feeling, Fro, yeah, that this is going to be a hotly contested, more hotly contested than some of the other ones we've done in the past. For some reason, I feel like oh yes, we're going to have some very um, strong opinions about the flavors of ice cream we like. I think. Mm-hmm. Will we be friends after next week? That's the uh, no question. Right. I have one question, Fro. Do sherbets or gelatos count? I'm going to say no. Yes. You're going to say yes? No, no, no. I, I, I think they should. You think they should? Okay. I, I, if you say oh, if you say I, they should, then we'll go with they should. And we're going to discuss them and make sure we've both had the flavors so we can decide on it. So, yeah. Yes. So, that's uh, next week. Anything else we should cover? Uh, no, I think uh, that was it for me. Yeah. Yeah, me as well. Well, from Norwegian and uh, from United States of America, that uh, is another digital citizen. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye, citizen.